Christ's command to his followers before his ascension to heaven was for them to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost part of the earth. Our Lord did not intend for the good news of his death and resurrection to stay local, but instead it was to be taken globally. In this third section of Acts, the adventure continues as the gospel is taken to the ends of the earth. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. One of the things that I pray grows out of our study of the book of Acts is that you connect what God was doing to what God is doing. (laughs) That uh, you understand when we say the adventure continues, it continues with us. We're a part of the same work. We are preaching the same gospel. We're just on the other end of the story. They were in the early chapters. We're in the latter chapters. They were near the beginning. We are near the end. But it is still the work of the gospel. Let's read the closing verses of Acts chapter 13 together today. Beginning in verse 44, it says, And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. Let me pause as a preacher and say, wouldn't we like to see that? A whole city gathered to hear God's word. Verse 45, But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy and spake against those things which were spoken by Paul, contradicting and blaspheming. Let me point out, it's the religious people who are fighting God's work. I'm convinced the biggest problem we have is not uh, wicked culture. The biggest problem we have are religious people that do not really know God, that have missed the power of God. Verse 46, Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you, But seeing ye put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord was published throughout all the region. But the Jews stirred up the devout and honorable women and the chief men of the city and raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them out of their coast. But they shook off the dust of their feet against them and came unto Iconium, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. There's a phrase I want to draw your attention to because I think it's really the key to this whole section and really to the whole book. It is the phrase found at the end of verse 47 that says, Salvation unto the ends of the earth. Do you remember our Lord's great commission, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the uttermost? Well, this is just another way of saying it. He wants the message of salvation to get to the ends of the earth. Again, a revelation, a repetition of God's heart for all people at all times. The Lord wants people to be saved Do we want that? Are we participating in that? This is the work God has given us to do. This is why we've been left here. This is what we must connect our life and our labors to, salvation unto the ends of the earth. Now, this is a pivotal chapter because this is where the gospel really shifts from concentrating on uh, Israel to now uh, the uttermost, the Gentile nations. And uh, I want to just testify, if I may, for a moment as a Gentile and say I thank God that the Lord loves all people and that uh, a Jew 
and a Gentile are both saved the same way by knowing Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior. Oh, may God help us to see many more Jews and Gentiles come to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and the message of salvation get to the ends of the earth. Let me tell you, though, if this is going to happen, and it's a big job, imagine the task God has given us. What a work to be done and an unfinished business at this moment. Let me point out to you in the verses we've read together today that there are four things you can be sure of. If we're going to get salvation to the ends of the earth, if we're going to accomplish the work God has given us to do, there are four things you need to be certain of. Number one, there is an obligation. And what is the obligation? The obligation is that we are supposed to be lights to the lost. Uh, Paul said, God set us to be a light to the Gentiles. Uh, This is what God wants. We are to be lights in a dark world. So we're not to be timid about it. We're not to be hesitant about it. We must not be distracted from it. You know, we busy ourselves doing so many things that really do not matter. Friend, the great obligation for all of God's children is that we're to get the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. We are to be lights in this dark time. Secondly, you can be sure that not only is there an obligation, uh, but that there will be opposition. Look, when you try to obey God, the devil's going to try to stop it. When the gospel is going forward, all of hell is going to push back against it. Uh, We'd love to live in verse 44, the whole city coming to hear the word of God. But immediately in verse 45, uh, these people filled with envy stand up and speak up against the preacher. Uh, In verse 45, there's contradiction. There's blaspheming. We're seeing a lot of that today. A lot of argument and debate going on. Uh, When you come down to verse number 50, it gets even worse. Persecution comes. You know, we've seen a lot of argument. We haven't seen a lot of persecution yet. Uh, But that's the wave that's coming next. Uh, Paul and Barnabas were either even expelled from their coast. How did they respond? Did they sit and sulk and talk about what a rough time they had? No. Verse 51, they shook the dust off their feet. Remember what Jesus said? They don't receive you. Shake the dust off your feet. Uh, This was symbolic. That's beautiful. It reveals something about their passion and their heart. Uh, Don't take it personal. It's your Christ they're rejecting. Shake it off. Move on. Uh, Keep pressing forward. Don't let the devil stop you. Don't let circumstances discourage you. Uh, Don't let people keep you from doing what God has given you to do. Keep moving forward for the Lord. So be sure of this. There's an obligation. There's opposition. You can also be sure there will be opportunities, many opportunities, because in the same passage where these hateful people are pushing back, the Bible says there was a group of Gentiles that heard it, and they were glad, and they glorified the word of the Lord. That's powerful, isn't it? Uh, they, they that were ordained to eternal life believed. They believed the gospel message. Uh, the gospel is for all people, but all people are not going to believe it. The message of salvation is to be given to every man, but every man's not going to receive it. Our job is not to make them respond. Our job is to preach the truth and let God by his spirit work in them and on them. And though everybody's not going to receive it, some will. I'm telling you today there's a gospel opportunity at the restaurant, at the gas station, at the grocery store, on your school campus, on your job, in your neighborhood, with your family, somewhere, somebody today needs to hear the message of Jesus Christ. So fulfill your obligation, press through the opposition, and look for the opportunities. And then one more thing you can be sure of. 
It's the last verse. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. I just love the fact that in this passage of spiritual warfare and a certain ebb and flow, and there is some up and down in this, and there'll be up and downs for you, but it ends on the up note. It doesn't end down. It ends up. The disciples filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. You can be sure that not only do you have an obligation and opposition will come and opportunities will abound, you can also be sure that in the end you will overcome. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I'm convinced that even as the persecution and opposition increases, the joy and fullness of the Holy Spirit will as well. Remember, Peter said that those who suffer persecution, the spirit of glory and of God will rest upon them. Historically, times of greatest persecution have been times of greatest gospel advance. So, is the devil giving you fits today? Uh, Is the powers of hell pushing back against the work of the Lord? Rejoice, my friend. Take heart. That means God is working in this world. May you be filled with his joy and filled with the Holy Ghost today. Be sure God is at work and you're working with him to get salvation to the ends of the earth. Though no more scripture is being written, the story of the furtherance of the gospel is being written at this very moment, and we get to be part of that story. The heart of our Savior is as passionate for the lost today as it was just before he ascended in Acts 1. Will you get in on what God is doing in the world today to reach the lost with the gospel? This is why enjoying the journey exists to encourage and to equip you in the work of the gospel. Whether it is through the daily broadcast or the many resources on our website, Scott and all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team are passionate about people coming to know Christ as Savior. We pray that you truly will enjoy the journey, but we also pray that you will bring others with you on your journey of following Christ.